Hello everyone, welcome back to the 2% Podcast. I just want to start you off uh, this episode by asking you a couple of questions. Firstly, which one thing could you start to do today to move you into the direction of what matters to you most? Just have a think about that. And then, which is the one thing about you that most people would change if they could? And then finally, is which one thing that you want to do has been hanging around unachieved for some time? So those are relatively difficult questions. Um, Hopefully you had a little chance to think about that as we were speaking. Um, and I hope you're sort of on the edge of your seat waiting for some context to this rather strange yeah. start to a 2% podcast episode. But essentially, the reason for this uh, is today is a very different episode. It's going to be a very practical episode and it's going to be focused around the concept of reflective goal setting. So myself and Ryan have uh, just gone back to Loughborough. We're doing a module on our courses called Advanced Interpersonal Skills. And the whole premise of the module is around this concept of reflective goal setting. So do you want to just explain what what that is in a nutshell, Ryan, before we get into the nitty gritty? In a nutshell, um, in a nutshell, very quickly, it is using the process of reflection to enhance the way that you set goals for yourself to help you move towards them and achieve them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically as part of this module, we've got to, every student on the module has to set themselves three goals that they're going to work towards uh, by the end of December, around January time. Um, So we've got a few months to keep a reflective diary, set some goals and then keep track and measure how these goals work. But what we really want to do is we've learned a lot already from uh, Cheryl, the module leader, and she's given us a sort of step-by-step guide on how to do this proven method of reflective goal setting. So we wanted to share that with you. So what we've done today is we've broken it down into very five simple, easy steps, um, and we're gonna we're gonna walk you through and show you how to do it. So should we get should we get into it? Yeah, let's go. Awesome. So the first stage of reflective goal setting is enhancing self awareness. That is stage one, enhancing self awareness. So do you want to explain, Ryan, what what that is for those that don't know? Yeah, so self-awareness is basically the concept that you have around the things that you do and the interactions that you have. And so the activity of identifying that self-awareness is essentially trying to work out how you engage with the world. And so you can do that through gathering feedback. You obviously have your own self-concept and opinion of how you interact with others. But essentially at the heart of it, it's that story What story do you tell yourself? What story do others think about you? How do you fit into their story? Mm. I really like that phrase that she uses of a consistent story for Mm. your life. So what is the consistent story that you know to be true or that has been told about yourself? Are you always that quiet introvert at the back of the room? Are you the one loud at the front, loves to be centre of attention? Uh, Are you the one that's striving to achieve or are you the one that's looking to... um, pursue friendships and experiences in your life everyone has different stories everyone is about different things but essentially this stage is about using different tools and there's a lot out there 
to understand who you really are. Yeah, and I guess the, um, I guess an addition to that is, are you the author of your story? Are you in that authorship position? Or is it people around you? Is it your parents, your school, your um, your environment? You know, to what extent is it you that's in the driving seat? Um, and so, yeah, we have lots of different tools available. One of them is the MBTI test. So that's by Myers-Briggs and a, and a website um, that you can use for that is 16 personalities. And so what that does is breaks down the dominant traits that you have that you kind of abide by and, and live out um, and it basically maps your personality um, and through that you can see some different strengths and weaknesses that are typical of that type you can see the number of different people who share that type or who are of different 16 types and what that's been really useful for me is it's it's really changed how I interact with other people and kind of consider the way that I and others react to, to situations thinking actually no they're not just flying off the handle because they might be a um, I don't know an ENTP or something like it's really interesting the way that I I've changed that kind of outlook on mm. behavior yeah if anyone's not done it's quite a common um, quite a common tool that's known mm. by a lot of people but if you haven't seen it before then definitely check it out see what your personality type is they measure you on or measure you against eight different dimensions um, for four sort of categories so like mm. extroversion versus introversion for example is one of the main ones um, and it really tells you a lot about yourself and it's scary how accurate it is. It's not some sort of horoscope. Um, no, yeah. R- like, not rubbish, but you know what I mean? It is yeah, yeah. quite a lot of scientific. No, of course. Everything that we're talking about today is um, backed in academic fact. I mean, we're at university learning about it. Um, like, this is essentially a personal development module for us. So yeah. that's what's really exciting about it. Um, and I guess the the final kind of precursor to these five steps is that you are throughout the process writing things down, keeping this reflective diary about how you're approaching the task of reflective goal setting. So um, it contains a, a lot of different elements of goal setting theory. Uh, a lot of people will be aware of the SMART tool, so to create goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. If you're not familiar, that's that's what that stands for. But this really builds upon um, and adds to a, lo- a lot of existing theory. So, yeah, I think that's kind of set the scene with stage one. Yeah, and I guess one final shout out, I'd say, before we move on, is um, a great way to sort of understand yourself a bit better is our, our friends at 87%. Um, mm. Not sponsored us, but we're, we're involved with Jack, who was a guest on it before, who now works for them. Yeah, of course. And I think that's a really good tool to get an insight into how you think, what affects you daily. Um, and it's a tool that a lot of people don't know about really, but it should be used a lot more to understand yourself. Yeah, no, very, very true. Okay, stage two. Stage two. So stage two is about selecting suitable goal areas. And what this is, is essentially identifying a specific activity or area that you would like to improve upon. So if you think back to those beginning questions that we asked, what is it that came to mind when we asked you, what is the one thing that you can be doing to move yourself forward? Like, it's likely that that links directly to this stage. 
in that there is going to be things on the top of your mind all the time that you think about a lot but are not taking action upon for example and so what this stage is is about setting a map of your current behaviors and trying to work out where that impacts yourself and others so that you can try and narrow down onto where that goal is going to take place from basically so to contextualize that what that looked like for me for example as i'm coming up with my goals is thinking about um so my extraversion and introversion are very close um i'm not quite what you would call an ambivert but i'm not far away from that um and so what that indicates is that sometimes i behave quite extroverted sometimes quite introverted and so what that led me to consider is the role that i play in conversations how much of the talk do i take up and how much value do i actually give when i'm talking and the conclusion i came to from that is that actually i enjoy having the room or having the conversation but i get the value of what i'm saying or the point of what i'm saying across very quickly but then continue to kind of add and postulate around that topic and so the goal area for me is trying to listen more actively yeah and i think on that on this stage of selecting suitable goals topic it's, it's important to remember that the first stage that you'll have just done feeds perfectly into that yeah so once you've start understood yourself better then you can better understand okay this is what i'm this is my weaknesses perhaps this is my strengths this is what i'd like to improve upon and therefore this could be a, su- a suitable goal for me and i think something that's important to consider in that as well we talk about this all the time on the 2% podcast, but it's not comparing yourself to other people. It doesn't matter if your mate down at the gym yeah, is yeah. trying to set a goal to, I don't know, bench press, whatever it is. If that's not for you, then that's not an appropriate goal for you. Whatever you want to work on, that is what you should set a goal upon. Don't compare or benchmark against others, I would say. Yeah, no, it's a great point. I mean, it's, it's a very personal thing and it should be based on your own opinions and self-awareness from stage one, as Josh said but also influenced by the feedback that you're able to get from others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't be afraid to use it as for feedback. It's just in a healthy manner. Yeah, of course. And someone that you can trust to give you yeah, for sure. honest and uh, constructive feedback. Okay, stage three. Mm-hmm. So stage three is about visualizing successful goal behaviors. So this is about visualizing the success that you will have or hope to have upon achieving that goal. And um, something that I know a lot of, not a lot of, but there's a few case studies out there, famous people use vision boards uh, to do this as a method, a very practical way. Okay. And it's literally just cutting out photographs or writing on a big piece of paper what you aspire to do. So I know, I think Oprah Winfrey does it. I think Steve Harvey said he's a big advocate of it. And it's literally... So it's kind of fun to do as well. It doesn't take long. Get an A3 piece of paper. What do you want? Do you want a... It doesn't have to be materialistic things, but let's say it's a car that you really wanted the whole of your life. Yeah. It might be a stage that you're aspiring to perform on that you stick it up there. It might be a family that you want to have. It might be a place that you want to live. But just sort of having that ambition and those, that visualisation of what you're aiming to achieve can sometimes really motivate people to take action upon their goals. Yeah, and that really feeds into... I guess another core part of this stage which is what's called the performance gap and that is basically the difference between 
where you where you are now and that kind of ideal level that a vision board can help you to realize so if let's say you're working towards the deposit on a house where you can quantify the amount that you need for a certain property that you might want and so and that goes the same for anything right if you can quantify what that vision is and use a vision board to get there then you can look at the gap between where you are now and what the reality of that looks like yeah absolutely and logging logging that performance gap as well is important yeah like actually sitting down with yourself and being honest and saying this is where i am now and this is where i actually want to be yeah exactly so that kind of comparison of where your ideal is compared to the current behavior um i think behavior is a key word it's not don't just focus on the results yeah what is it that you need to be doing to get you where you want to be yeah no definitely it's that consistency i think as well isn't it yeah because often people say like i want to be you know i don't have this money or i don't have this job but that's a very sort of macro level mm. result whereas you need to be focusing on the nitty-gritty what is it are you not have you not got a routine in place are you not working towards the actions that you no, need to do it. to work towards yeah. that goal and i definitely fall prey at, at this stage of thinking about the gap between now and the ideal and the time frame in which to get that change to happen so i kind of fall into that trap of thinking oh, i want it sooner whatever mm. it is I want, I want to get it sooner and the fact that it hasn't happened sooner is bad but actually when you contextualize it like that and break it down across a period of time and as you say make those macro stages it builds up a whole lot easier yeah so and the final thing i would add um while you're doing this is is when you consider in this future state think of the emotions just write down so whatever your goal is wherever you want to be think what you'll be actually feeling at the time mm. so there's something that people often forget but because you you get caught up in chasing these materialistic things but Will you actually be, is it going to be happy? Is it going to be pr- pride? Is it going to be gratefulness? What will you be feeling in that moment? And that is something that I think quite nice to work towards um, in terms of a less materialistic ambition. Yeah, I mean, even if your ambition is consumption related or materialistic or might be considered that, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just yeah. checking that emotion of, uh, so for example, for me, I used to, really want to upgrade my car like as soon as i passed my test i was like oh damn i need to get a new different better car uh but since that so it's been three years now um i've still got the same car and that's absolutely fine and so that's i think the classic example of of that where it's like well, i don't want a new car i don't care what car mm. i have i just want something that gets me from a to b but i kind of have that attachment of how other people view the car that i drive yeah 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 should we go to the next step yeah absolutely so stage four now and stage four is progressing from the self-awareness to the setting the goal area to visualizing that ideal and so now what we're going to do is really select that suitable goal and so that is identifying that key performance result i.e. what is the exact area and how can you measure the change that's going to happen 
So over the past three stages, what we've been doing is building up a picture of yourself and how you interact with your environment and perhaps becoming more self-aware over that process, or certainly hopefully. Whereas now we're getting into more of that nitty gritty of thinking, what are the specific techniques or approaches that you can do to get to that goal-related scenario? Yeah, it's it's about, again, it's the detail, isn't it? So yeah. you've got this big goal, whatever it is, but then you need to break that down into the actionable things. So you might have a massive goal of getting fitter, but that's very vague. Mm. And if you try and you'll tell yourself you're going to get fitter each week, it's not a very measurable, um, actionable thing you can do. So you need to say, what area is it that I'm actually trying to work on? What do I need to work on the most? Is it my cardio? Is it my strength? Um, fitness is just one example, but do you know what I mean? It's about breaking that that big goal down into actionable steps to make it more manageable for you. Yeah, definitely. And so you want to make sure that you're setting it as something which is bound by time again, and it's achievable. And so this is, I think, the, the part that relates most to that kind of smart tool um so an example to continue that train of thought for me um if i'm considering how i come across an interacting conversation actually the focus isn't on me talking it's on why am i not talking i.e for me the skill that i'm focusing on is more active listening and so likewise for fitness but you might say to yourself, well, why am I not getting fitter every week? And it's like, well, I'm not getting to the gym enough because I bought the gym membership last year and I've not, I've not used it. And it's like, well, okay, maybe you need to flip that on its head and say, well, your time management needs to change mm. so that you make the time to use that. Um, so it's kind of going that, that one level deeper in the detail of the reason behind that goal area that you identified in level two yeah and i think one thing i want to be really clear on as well i know for a fact there'll be lots of people that will have what they think are sort of softer goals and mm. things that they can't measure and that is that is not true whatever goal you're thinking or whatever goal you have i can guarantee there's some way to measure it and these softer ones uh, which a lot of people like to set such as uh, improving my happiness or having less anxiety for example this is where the reflective diaries can really come yeah. into their own and be super helpful because it's about tracking your experiences so we're sort of encouraged to keep a diary in this module um almost every daily really if you can yeah. and track these experiences so if you experience a moment of anxiety um or a moment of happiness whatever emotion or thing you're working towards procrastination whenever you do these things that you're trying to stop track it down just write your thoughts about it why do you think you did that what was the stimulus that um, enabled you to do that and then over time one you'll be able to track the number of incidents whether it get, decreases or increases and you'll also get a much better picture of what is actually causing this negative behavior to um, sort of manifest so don't be afraid of setting goals that aren't concretely measurable at first that you can definitely do that through the diary yeah definitely and and the use of that diary as a tool will change over time. So for me at the start, I was very descriptive about what I was doing in my days, whereas now I'm starting to be able to frame what I'm writing better um, and relate it to the goals that, that I'm working on. Uh, and I guess 
using the diary, what you want to be able to do is for each goal that you're setting, write essentially a one sentence goal statement that encompasses all of the smart stuff. So it talks about how time bound it is, whether it's achievable, how you're breaking it down. And it is just one statement that summarizes that goal. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's stage four. Stage four, yeah, break down your goals, basically. Yeah. Okay, final stage, nearly there, is stage five. So this is the big one. Stage five is putting it into practice. Uh, sounds very simple, but there's a few things you can do to make this actually tangible and effective. And one of those is called identifying practice grounds. So this is basically the concept of where can you practice achieving this goal or achieving the uh, or practicing the behaviors mm. that you want to start manifesting. Um, and practice grounds is basically the idea of doing this in a safe space. So a place where you can practice these behaviors. I think, for example, public speak, if you want to work on your public speak, public speaking skills, maybe a practice ground for that is when you're in meetings to try and talk a bit more. Yeah. Look people in the eyes while you're doing it, working on those attributes that you're going to be do it using in um public speaking but you're doing it in a safer place where no one's really judging you and it's an environment that you're expected to speak in anyway so i think it's things like that really yeah and then again as you go through that process of um practicing and making an attempt towards that goal um just jotting down these reflections as you go um and again it's a it's bringing back to that process of writing down the the diary points and really kind of that brings it all together and when we say that that doesn't have to be like a, a long handwritten process at the end of every day that takes like an hour or whatever no like iphone notes. it's literally iphone note android note whatever yeah just a couple of bullet points in that moment um and i found it more useful to do it that way in the moment rather than wait um until I'm reflecting on it at the end of the day, for example. Um, and then I guess the key point is to adjust and readjust the practice that you're doing, depending on the results that you're getting. And so it's just that adaptation factor of using the reflections to see how you and the environment are reacting to that goal attempt, whatever it might be. Think about how you feel about that. And then once that has happened, see if there's any learning to be taken or adjustments that need to be made to that. Yeah, I think the readjusting the goals point is very uh, important because essentially people have people can set themselves goals which they, they might think are achievable at the start mm. or they, th they think that they want to work on. But in fact, when, when it comes to in reality that goal needs adjusting a little bit. Maybe they need to um, tone it down. Maybe they need to tone it up. Maybe it wasn't challenging enough for them. So it's important to look at your reflections and think, has this been an adequate, challenging enough goal that is benefiting my life? Or in fact, was I being too hard on myself? Could I have pushed myself further? Um, just putting those sort of things into context. Don't sort of sit stale and think, this is the goal I set six months ago, so therefore it's still relevant. Uh, use use the goal, the reflective time that you've had to enhance that self-awareness again back to stage one it's a it's a sort of nice circle really a continuous process 
it is no it's a, it's definitely a circular process so putting things into practice at stage five is going to enhance your self-awareness that can then lead back to stage one so you can tweak things again you might then identify a different goal area which is stage two that you can then change what your ideal visualization is and so you can really start to build a picture of the kind of circular nature of this process Mm. and how it can help you to move forward from where you are now to where you want to be yeah that's really good now i hope hope we've sort of outlined those five stages relatively clearly um please go back and listen if you missed anything or are not too sure as always you can send us an anchor voice message if you have questions i think what would be nice is if myself and ryan just leave you with one tip um to do this process effectively so i i can start with that one thing i would say is really really key to this and my journey with it so far is doing that reflective diary each day don't don't take sort of don't um underestimate how important that is because i've literally even if i haven't had much to say at the start i was like i'm not really sure about this but i'll just write a little bit and just getting in that habit of doing it every day sometimes you'll write a few sentences and then sometimes you'll have so much to reflect on you've like had things that have been related to your goals all throughout the day you can't stop thinking about (laughs) it so you write you know a page of a4 which is again fine but just just keep at it keep doing it because that consistency will allow you to uh, track your thoughts and your and your progress over time yeah and i guess just to add to that point before i i give my little tip would be that this is something that as reflective goal setting we've been familiar with for about 20 days or whatever Mm. the time is for like four weeks um yeah four weeks um but goal setting is something that we've been familiar with before that and hopefully it's something that you have that background for as well um because we all like to set ourselves goals but putting it into this practice into this context has really helped and then i guess for me the tip would be to use the people around you um so for me and my goal is feedback is very important to be able to see how i'm interacting and behaving with the people around me uh, that's very important and to then put that into the diary as, as josh said to then get that reflection so i can now look back what it was like 10 days ago compared to today and so i would say that adding that with that consistency of doing it every day i think is two two good tips there yeah 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 so i guess that wraps up today's episode thank you so much for joining us and uh you can always send us a message uh just to say a bit about this at the end it would be really cool if in the future we get an episode just of listener questions Mm. so do send us um a message just by text on on linkedin or or on facebook uh through the facebook page or you can send us a an anchor voice message on anchor as well uh and all the links will be in the description and uh yeah have an amazing day set those goals and do it with a smile <laughs> <laughs> see you next time everyone bye, bye.